0: Game face on, so. made me laugh because I was listening to the armathon and uh, they had they had Paul on there and he said, uh, "So we just wanted to check, Paul, what's it like doing the fix? You know, on the what's the organisation like? What do you, you know, do you plan it all out beforehand and do you like, <laughs> and force like trying to make it sound better than it is? It's going, yeah, we have uh, a few things that come through on the chat." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Paul, Paul, please tell us about the Spotify deal. How many millions did you make? Oh me?
2: I I, I didn't know I brokered
0: that deal.
3: <laughs> I made zero millions. Not even if we're counting pennies. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> right there, what a sickness. Absolute sickness. Right, guys, let's get let's get on to this.
2: Like a bit of pre have I got a bicep
3: vein these days or not? Come on. You've got to gotta, you gotta cut the carbs out if you want to see names,
2: buddy. Oh. Yeah, Ray is <laughs> totally out angling with that little less blue price. In some lighting, I've got a bicep vein these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find <laughs> Paul, it and I'll send it to you. <laughs> set the record straight here, Paul. Just check this
0: on the white oak. Just show them an arm, son. Just get it. Have There you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird one. There
0: you there you go. Go. Look at that. Fucking gnarly and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> need some your protein life. shakes. Yeah, that's it. Don't start shaking again, son. You're getting us a bad reputation. <laughs> yeah, Ray, raise yeah. three
3: protein shakes down.
0: It even, has, it even has the noise, doesn't it? I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you <hear> that, <laughs> uh,
2: That sounds <laughs> terrible <laughs> in the tech box. <laughs>
0: For that at the, start of the show. Yeah. If you'd have done that, mate, and that was out of camera and you could hear that noise, people would be like, which one of these <laughs> it's, Yeah. It's that. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's nothing to do with me. Let me tell you right now.
2: YouTube's are going to be in this video.
0: Look at that, that's good. Ladies and gentlemen, you two can get a Leetle Arms Apparel Cup. Look at that. Hold that up a bit, mate.
3: Boom. <laughs> oh, my It's hey. come off a little bit
0: you sell it. Are you selling these? Are you selling them, are you, mate? They're all. We the sell them at, We sell them
3: at tournaments. We sell them at tournaments. I don't. I don't sell them all to site. I, I get them done myself. So we, we've gone through a bunch of them. A lot at tournaments.
0: An opportunity, there, mate. Get them over to Ryan, he'll have them marketed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like this at the moment.
1: It's all about Ryan's that store. In two years, will look like Amazon.
2: <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Bounce Ryan, how's, you, how's your shipping
3: going? How's everything going with your apparel line? Because I, I found that really interesting that you went away from dropship. That's
2: just mm, sorry. yeah. Drop drop shipping was was a good place to start, but quality was terrible. I went the other way. I've got really good quality now, and Thanks. I ship myself. But no, honestly, it was my fiance. She has taken care of it. I was failing miserably awesome. at distribution, but she she just jumped in and said, "Let me take charge of distribution." And now we're we are rolling seriously now, like like, very nice. uh, 100 orders in December it's on on a parrot, so very nice.
0: Uh, There's that noise again. We all know and love. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting bad. You two's Oh, down. you don't need that in your life. Nobody, yeah, come on. Play it again. Ray, his <laughs> enormous glowing ball. We're going to carry on with episode 46 of The Fix. That's 46, ladies and gentlemen. We're nearly at the half century, lads. You can feel it.
2: Yeah. Got to do feel something that participation to that, building. Yeah, yeah we do, actually. I've got to hold the bat up. We haven't got a go bat, but hold the strap yeah. up or something. I don't know.
0: You will notice as well that Ray, his hair is much more visible at the start of episode 46 because, yeah, when we, we gave him a bit of a telling off in the intro, he said, mate, hey, you gotta get rid of that gloomy ass background. Just because Latvia's in lockdown, it's no, no need to take the edge off the fix. And if you think we've started gloomy so far, we're gonna lift it to a whole new level because, what, what the is going on with the resurgence of discussion about the King's move? What, what, why? Why does anybody need that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the king's move is so everyone's like style was like, it, it, it's well, one it's, of those it's, things it's that, the that seems room, to come back all the time, and with, with, with I get so many every, questions.
2: Yeah, it's it's with every wave of expansion of our viewing content. Uh, among people who don't really know arm wrestling, they are confused as hell by it. They don't know what the hell's going on. A lot of, a lot of new fans struggle to understand the biomechanics of what's going on. I mean, a lot of fans just say, hey, using you, your body is cheating. So the Kings move is, is to them represented just as an utter cheat move. Um, and it therefore generates a lot of conversation. Whether, whether as an arm wrestler, you're pro, King's move or not, um, it gets talked about from the bottom bottom up from the new fan. Oh, up, I mate, so. it seems
0: to me like a lot of the pros are obsessed by it as well, though.
2: Mm, right. You know, like right. a, lot I, of the, uh,
0: a lot of the elite elite guys are obsessed by the King's move, and even mm, to the point where recently like Angus, it's got. It's, Angus, well, Angus. Angus. Ang- and Devin were going at it the other day. You had Bob and Devon going at it, and somewhere in those conversations, there was a little, there was a little bit lost as well. I mean. The thing that frustrates me a lot with it is the fact that people seem to. The message that's going out there is that it's a it's a single thing. And it isn't a single thing. It's a style of arm wrestling. Kings move varies greatly from arm wrestler to arm wrestler, from exponent to exponent. And you know yeah. what? There aren't that many guys that really do it well. Very. It's
2: impressive. amazing. Main yeah, it's amazing. Ain't that interesting. For for me, my my only gripe with the king's move is not from the athlete, but from the referees. I would like lo- I've seen, I could I feel like I could say a hundred occasions where I've seen a referee say to an arm wrestler, "Stand up, stand up, stand up." Yeah. To me, the word should just be foul, right there. If you're saying "stand up," your shoulders already gone below what the referee was happy with. So yeah, um, they to don't me, listen
1: if,
2: either. If, if if referees just said foul rather than stand up, I think the athletes will change naturally and keep, keep everyone happy because we know what – because athletes are always going to push the boundary. We're, we're, we're going to keep staying down low if they're only going to say stand up because we're winning right. our opponent at the same time.
0: Yeah, so. I, I can't make any comment there because I'm the guy that are really we, like are to be we as well as we can.
2: You know, yeah. are, I'm we really
0: calling,
1: are we people. calling this a king's move too? When, you know, when you open up a guy and his arm is completely straight and he hangs for his dear yeah. life? Yeah, that's or a is this is That's it, yeah. So, I, I, so I, I believe here, either e- like either a foul or, or loss. Because, mm. like, this is, like, in. in that's not oh, anger stri- Yeah, yeah. That's just. a straight arm. Straight arm. Straight arm. Straight Severe injury.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I, I would yeah. be personally happy. I'd be personally happy if all straight arms were called losses, regardless of whether they're at the pin pad or not.
3: Right. But then you're going to enter in, you're going to so enter the move, in. That's
0: the king's move argument, isn't it? About the guy yeah. who got the calcified lock. Exactly.
3: You're going to enter in. Do people have genetic abilities? And let's, let's be serious. I think we've all been arm wrestling here. We all have lost a range of motion. I think I've lost 12 degrees of extension in my right arm and 10 in my left. So eventually, you know, when we, when we get to like Devin's level of being in the sport, are we going to lose, you know, 15, 20 degrees? And now is that an advantage for us? So. There's going to be a counter argument no matter what. But I agree 100%. These guys that have full extension and. Uh, when I had the operation
0: done on my arm, one of the things mm-hmm. that the guy asked me said, when we rebuild this, obviously we're doing a lot of work in there, what do you want me to do? And I said, well, can you make my arm go straight? I, I requested that he yeah. gave me the range of motion back. And why? It was because when I was training things like bench press or doing any. You felt like a bloody. Uh-huh. It,
2: Mm-hmm. you know it was
0: you'd get there and it was yeah. i don't know it just it was leading to other things that were cocking me up and i felt yeah, man, yeah, yeah. i didn't like i didn't like having that lock it, so i said look if you're doing the just clean it up i want the whole thing if you can make it go straight and funnily enough when i when i came round from the the anesthetic after the operation because one of the is. first things that i did was look <laughs> yeah. how because they had me in the brace and i looked how they would set my arm was it set like this or was it set straight? And I looked at it and I thought, Jesus, that's straighter than it's been for years. And yeah. I was actually quite, I felt, I felt yeah. upbeat. And the other thing yeah. that they straightened out was when they operated on my hand. My hand was, I had a situation where for whatever reason, my tendons had shortened. And my hand was like a claw. It was, it looked really ugly, horrible. And I couldn't straighten it. And people would comment on it. They'd say, oh, what's wrong with your hand? And it used to be like a bit embarrassing, you know. So i said it again. Well, I want you to free that off. So, yeah, it was. It looked bad. It just yeah. didn't look good at all. Yeah. So, the fact that people
2: are chasing that injury
0: is quite right. weird to me. It's quite yeah. alien.
2: Yeah. That's, and we see you see a lot of novices. Yeah. I, I I've seen novices in training groups ask questions, and they frame the question like. I've been pulling for four months. I'm a king's move puller. Do you have any tips for me? And I'm like, what
1: yeah. the fuck is this? Yes. So, yeah. guys, question: Can you train a king's move, like
0: yes. real Michael yeah. Todd level king's move? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really believe you can. I think the the the, the, without, the I mean, without
1: calcification in your elbow, when when, oh. when you when you have like, even mm. though you cannot straighten your arm, if I add enough pressure, it will straighten out. Can You train that
0: well, st- well, whether or not someone can straighten it is the challenge, isn't it? If you're not doing right. it with calcification, if they can, that the king's move and Devon's big thing around the king's move is effectively an open top roll, mm. not, okay. not really. Okay, not M- really. Michael Stads
1: or, or not uh, guys, George, yeah, George,
0: type but of they're, king's not,
1: move. they're not Re- really. real
0: kings move because the real king's movers. The guys who have risen to global prominence as King's Movers. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's run them round now, just to take the piss, right? Let's see if we miss anyone off.
2: So okay? Michael and George.
0: So you've yeah. got George Zakowicz, <laughs> okay? Anatoly Manasseh. They were the, the original two. They were the yeah. godfathers of the style. And it's hard to say who was the originator, because oh. they were both mid, early to mid 90s. Anatolian and George, okay? You've got Michael, you've got Bob Brown has a king's move.
2: Bob Brown, yeah, yeah.
0: Gregory Schneider, um, Delicjakov. We have we
1: have more of this uh, more of this from Latvia. Yep. Yeah, Paul Yeah, Audrey, yeah.
2: You've, got, you've got you've got you've got borderline king's moves like yeah yep. Yep. Pascal like Tim Bresnan even yep. yeah. has as as Greg Schneider
0: kind of right. <laughs> If you, and then you're starting to thin out on people who have got any kind of, any kind, and even a. Hey, real success. Real exactly. Success. Real recognition and real success. You're getting into the thin end of that wedge right now. And what have we got up to? Like, what was that? Maybe 10. Let's say it was 10 max. Right. Not many at all. So. Outside of that, if you're saying well, it's an open top role, not for those dudes, not for the guys that have had global recognition. They are definitely working with a high degree of calcification. Now, yeah.
1: personally, where they I'm, where they rely on it, where they rely yes, on yes,
0: they it. do. They are and they like we, we, like
1: Sre- Sreita, Now he has no side pressure. He's always open. Like he he will get open, but he will stay there. You know, it's not a king's move. He mm. can hold it there. I I don't know how. It does his arm straighten out all the way, but Sweden is using, mm. using something similar. But, again, he's not that successful. You can beat him. You can open him up. You can pin his arm, you know. Hence, it's my Michael comment, and
0: George can train can. the Kings move. That's where that comment's coming from. Because mm. even of the guys that are, that are Kings moving, there are guys that are far better at it. Mm. Okay. Devon has, has evolved as a Kings mover he's improved mm. Michael Todd has without question improved yeah. He, yeah. and mm. has tightened up Michael is actually transitioning back, back to
2: the stage to a where
0: he officer. is becoming more like an open top role and that supports right. what Devon's saying that it's, a <clears throat> it, it's within the same system as an extreme open top role the biggest difference being for the majority of people that aren't Devon Lara. And this is the thing that I'd say to Devin if we were on a call. Devon has that unbelievable leverage. Very, very long arm. Some yeah. of the guys, George being a good example of the most, probably most significant, didn't have that leverage advantage. We used to call it the bottom roll because he wasn't, yeah. wasn't rising, yeah. He wasn't rolling over the top of your hand. His riser was applied. Right. You yeah. could take everything. Take everything, and he was still rock strong because. there. Because and you are willing to chase out. the pin? Yeah. is what le- what lost you your wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, like,
1: well, again, if we say if we say you can you can train it, you can you can only train it when your arm doesn't straighten out to a certain degree. You I I I, you I have believe that because have I, I have not seen anything like Michael doesn't do Kings Move with his left arm hmm. or George doesn't do it with left arm. Am I correct
0: or am I wrong? I couldn't comment with any degree of accuracy on George because I, I haven't seen Michael definitely doesn't. Michael definitely doesn't. See, that's, so that's,
1: okay, he's, like, his arm doesn't straighten out and he mastered the move. I'm, I'm 100% he mastered the move. But the move, it, it comes from not the place of training. It comes mostly from the place of injury. And for, for younger guys coming in and they're like, I'm going to be a king's mover because Devin likes it. It's, uh, you're, you're putting your arm in, like, you're, yeah. you're taking away your r- range of motion. Like, Michael has showed me where, where he can bend his arm and where yeah. he
0: can extend it, you know? Well, the other and, big myth there, Ray, is everybody says, oh, Michael only adapted to that after his massive joint, when he broke his arm. Michael never bust his right arm. No. That he never broke mean. his right arm. He bust his left arm. Not his right yeah. arm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's got massive, massive damage. <laughs> yeah from years yeah. of being an absolute warrior, that, yeah, without question. But he didn't, he yeah. never broke. he never badly broke the right So he one has trained. Thanks for that, Ray. Really
2: one comment that I always make about the King's move, and when I, when I see people quite new to the sport making comments about it um, in the negative sense, is that I, I actually do think the King's move has a lot of technical components that people are aware does. of as well. Yeah, um, definitely it is, does. Completely. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I I don't have the calcification to to employ an effective king's move yet. But but, but when I defensively a high hook, um, I use so many of the same principles. It's just I'm yeah. using a bias. I'm just using a bicep that yeah. instead of a calcification. Um, yeah. To to and, the, to
1: and there's that, a huge that. difference. I don't I don't think people really understand. I have had at least I think, two. Matches where I have to beat guys in Worlds who have calcified elbows where it doesn't strengthen up. When you go and it's hitting like a steel. Yeah, I've
0: experienced that. And when when the guy
1: is just, you know, basically relaxing and you're trying to pin him, that's a different thing. So for everyone who's new, it's it's like Michael, George, they evolved to this. they like, okay, my arm works like this, making the most of it. Like, mm. that's amazing. But for everyone who's coming new and thinking, like, like this is yes. a move, I don't believe it's a move. Open right. top roll when you're opening up, it's a real move. But being able to stay here when you just can't relax,
0: that comes with injury.
1: So it's, I think there are common
0: components, aren't there? There are commonalities in the component yeah. of pronation mm. but it, and, and the component of retention of the rise. You know, I mean, let's be honest, for a guy who yeah, but, doesn't but pronation. Religion, did, did you, did you yeah, saw
1: Engel's video? That, did you saw Engen's video? He's like, and he made it perfectly. When you are here, yeah, the pronation. But when you actually are turning in, you don't have to, your arm can be supinated. But it looks like pronation. And we use it when we're doing open top roll. But like Devon has this style where he doesn't stay straight. He leans here. Yeah. So this is coming from the king's move, how he arm yeah. muscles. You know,
2: yeah. not yeah. many Devin, guys can Devin do will that. Say, yeah. will say squeeze, squeeze and drag is what he thinks is critical. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and, it's, and, and, it's and it's I do think a hundred yeah. percent that you can train the move. And I mm. personally don't, I don't, I don't I'm i not emotionally attached to the king's move. I couldn't give a whether yeah. some <laughs> people want it and, I couldn't care less. I've pulled King's movers, I've beat King's Movers, I've lost the King's Movers. I'm not really bothered. For me, it's just it's is it within the rules? Cool. Let's do it. Couldn't give it it's yes. like a box and say, you know, you say oh a guy that, that you that ties you up in a fight a lot. He ties the fight up, he spoils the fight. It's legal. He can do that. Until the ref right. separation well, so if he's continually spoiling the fight, it's a tactic. Is he able yeah. to do it? Yeah, he's able to do it. You can't do anything about it. It's a style of I- fighting.
3: I personally have no problem with it, um, you know, like it's especially seeing Michael and George and these guys at the top, the, the, the top level doing it. Um, is it. Is it frustrating? Is it sometimes frustrating to watch? Depending on how you look at it, but it makes for really long and good matches and it makes for good television, in my opinion. But I think that the problem, the one problem that I have with it comes back to what Ryan said, um, like when you have new arm wrestlers trying to do it. Um, and, and looking at it as like, that's what they want to do. Like I did a seminar in New York a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about the basic moves and everything like that. And somebody raised their hand. So are you going to talk about the Kings move? I said, absolutely <laughs> not. I said, if you, if you are coming to me who has four years of arm wrestling in and like, if I'm giving a seminar, <laughs> then you definitely don't have enough time in to be considering this move. And, and really that's for, from a sheer Um, injury perspective. I've now seen, I've now seen three torn biceps and, and two of them in practice with people straightening out, dragging and rotating and overextending their elbow. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched, uh. The
0: problem
1: is they see the success of it. They see the top, top dog Mm -hmm. is doing it, but they don't understand mechanics Mm -hmm. behind it. Why can he do that?
2: That's, that's, I believe it's good that we have this discussion. I put a video to it. Sorry, go Ryan. I put a video out the other day where I personally said no more Kings move for me. And the reason, not that I ever was a Kings mover, but I have just felt my progression. If I was to pursue a Kings move from here, I feel like I would be capping my yeah. progression in the sport. Right. I, I, I may one day have a great Kings move, but not yet, not yet. I, there's still so much more foundation that needs to be laid in the fundamentals. Um, and there's a far bigger upside in laying fundamentals than there is going to a Kings move.
3: Well, and I think if we, if you really asked like Devin or Michael, um, if, if they were able to have success against opponents that they have king move or kings move in a hook per se or, or in a tight top rope, I think that they would take that option if they're being honest with themselves. And I think that's kind of what, um, Angen's going at when he's constantly saying desperation move. That's the last option. Um, and I also identify with what, what Devin's saying is, is like, I'm a fighter. I'm going to use every option I have. I'll bite you if I have to if there's no rule <clears throat> against it. You know? Yeah. So I see both perspectives on it, but let's well, be serious. Let's I, do I don't think anybody says up. I want to win like this.
0: Michael Todd, it's not a desperation move. And Michael Todd, kings move his ass off, and there's not a desperate ball right. in that man's body when he's, when he's, when, no, he's, no, when he's, kings moving. No, it. And no. I'll tell you right. what it is. R- 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 Isakowicz, George, same situation. And, and I told him Manisaf, same situation. Dude was not panicking, was not desperate. <laughs> the, the look on the face of it, you know, he didn't have that, that should tell you something. Yeah.
1: That should right. tell you
0: something. Well, at, at no time did you ever watch an Izakowitz video when he's like this. It just didn't happen. The man's chilled. He's relaxed. And, and yes, it does tell you something, but it's not desperation for those individuals is what yeah, I'm getting for, at. Exactly. For those, those individuals. For those right. individuals. Yeah. It yes. is not desperation. Yeah. There's not right. an ounce of desperation. It's clinical. It's planned. It's a, right. it's a st- strategy and approach and a style of arm wrestling. Yeah. Is it a swine to beat? Absolutely. Horrible. Yeah. And I can't, I can't do it. I can't, King's Moon. No. You know, yeah. it's, it's not despa-
3: It's not desperation for them, but the guys who tear their yeah. bicep, it's usually yeah. desperation. Uh, yeah. and that's uh, I think uh, the finer point. When points. you have
1: no options left and you open and you just you want to yeah. win, that's, that, that's yeah. a different I, thing. But that th- th- this bit. is why we but have this, this discussion. We we want to make a distinction from those of in individuals from everyone else. They are different. They they can use the move fully.
0: I can, most of and I think any one of us can, yeah. you know. Well, there's I don't the thing think is. There are too many similes between other things, but if you have a situation where, in, in, you know, you've got a, 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 a strong man that lifts things technically incorrect. I always remember when Eddie Hall was lifting the 500 kilo deadlift, right? And I would go onto forums and I'd read forums and some dude in a gym would be saying something to Eddie like, well, your forum's incorrect. You're not lifting that correctly. (laughs) But the man lifted 500 kilos, okay? He broke the world record by close to 40 kilos. So you're in a situation where if he has the capability to get that weight up, it really doesn't matter how the... It doesn't matter. Did he get the weight in an ABC lift? Yeah, he did. So whatever you say about that, forget his form. The man... Lifted more weight off the floor than any human being Anyone.
3: before him. Yep. End off. I've, I've always subscribed to the belief that if you are in like the top, um, 0.5% of strength in any movement, no one should criticize your form ever, regardless of how you're moving that weight. <laughs> you know,
1: you're if, 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 if you are in region. that upper echelon,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it's even you know how it is in the gym. I've had so many people come up to me in the gym and tell me I'm not doing something right and I might be moving 40, 40, 405 and they're going to tell me to get, tuck your elbows more or something. And then they're over there with 225 and I'm like, come on. Man. Yeah. It's, it's,
2: uh, I think it's,
0: it's the, 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 the only, only guy head. who can tell.
3: Go,
0: go, no, go, 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 go for it, go right? go, No, honestly, buddy. Seriously, yeah. go for it. Only, only
1: one, like if Eddie Hall went. St- goes to that guy who said, and he asks he's like, I did for five hundred, but you can help me get five hundred twenty pl- please yeah. in- improve my form that that 's the only variation right. where it works. Everything else is like, just shut up you know yeah. you, have, you, you have no say when you cannot lift your yeah. ass out of the couch you know yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 but, I had
2: a moment like that I, I, I had I had to really cautiously approach this, and I was like, and it was a I was at John Resnick's place, and John, we were pulling, and John admitted to me, he said, I'm not that good of a strap puller. Like, I don't understand the strap. He he said to me, you're a better strap puller. Show me. I'm like, hang on a second. John wants me to show him some technical strap. And the whole time I'm shitting myself, like, hang on, I shouldn't be telling John how to do anything in arm wrestling. But Mm. he was asking, because he was like, no, I think I could maybe enhance my game for top eight if I was a better strap puller. Um, yeah. So it was different, but yeah, I had that. Um, al- the alarm bells were going off in my head. That hang on, you? Why am I coaching John? <laughs> well, <one laughs> the, I should... it's funny.
0: Going sort of back into the King's move thing. One of the one of the I would I I did a thing for the WAL with Mike and with uh, Devon where they were breaking down the King's move. And I, and you got to understand that within that there's a little bit of devil's advocate in as well. I think I've got a pretty solid understanding of the King's move, but I would like to understand more or to test that theory. I'd like to sort of have people walk me through the disparate elements of the movement more and more to see where there, what elements within the move, what fundamental elements within the move can be utilized into other styles or built into other styles, particularly, particularly from a transition perspective. And I'm not sure there are any. But I'd love to... I think I've got a reasonably good understanding. I'm not sure there are any, but I'd love to find out. Because one thing that I'm 100% in agreement with with Devin on is the evolution of the sport and the evolution of technique, and it kind of has to evolve. Whether that's just that the arm wrestlers are universally becoming more well-rounded, which I believe they are. You know? I love the concept of the cock of the walk where... Rob yeah. was offering the additional prize for anyone who could win with the three fundamental styles at the yeah. time. You know the, the, the three uh, accepted styles. So you could win in a hook, winning a winning a top roll, well, winning press in a purist form. You got something. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that because I'll tell you what. Un, in under fire, there's not many that can. A lot. Of, a lot of people have to go to when you're in a set of guys that are all killers. Right. Oh. And you're gonna oh this I'm gonna go at him in a hook I'm gonna go how many guys are gonna step out of that comfort zone I think that's ace. Yep,
3: that's the X factor when you got 14 guys in your in your class that are all you know in the top 20 in the country. How you know (laughs) how many of those are you gonna commit your shoulder against when 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 you're a primary top roller and and risk losing?
0: I absolutely love that about two guys I'm gonna and why these two guys I'm putting out there as my Personal holy grail pullers, right? Uh, and I'll tell you who it is John, yeah. and Svetan Gashievski, right? And why is because Everywhere. both men, exactly, but with relatively poor leverage against their opponents, often right. even Devon. Why the moniker no limits? Because of the fact that he had it all. He had the leverage. Everything was there. Very few people have got leverage advantages over Devon. Whilst Devon is as brave as a lion and he he can pull anywhere. Maybe more than anybody else. He's certainly right there from a technical range perspective. He can do it all. And anybody who doesn't see that, I just disagree with you entirely. The man can arm wrestle anywhere and he can arm wrestle anywhere well. Now, John Brzezink and Svetan added elements to that. What elements am I talking about? Attack and defence as a separate individual component. So if you wanted to go fast on the A side only, they would do that without a problem. Devon usually, ordinarily pulls a lot on the counter. And why wouldn't he? Because he's made to do that. But a man with a shorter lever has to go through the gauntlet a little bit. They have to attack a little bit against certain pullers. Now, Svetan, terrible, terrible leverage against a lot of the guys that he pulled. You'd often see him pulling heavyweights, and he's not a big man. We're talking about a man who started at 154 pounds again. Small, short forearm, small hand, you know, but could do everything. He's still 75,
1: 80.
0: Yes, always. And yet, an amazing later. Anywhere you want to go... Mid-match, under fire, at any level, with a guy who was right there, he would match you any position you want. With a wrist, without a wrist, top roll, hook, press, couldn't give a monkeys. That's what I rated so highly. About I love, styles. I love
2: that, I love that too. I love that. That's, that's the style of arm I've been dreaming in my head to try to build myself to become constantly. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of that style too.
0: That's, that's, those are the holy grail too for me. Because with all the others that you mentioned, there's not many that you can't look at and think, "Ah, oh, you've got a very, def- very defined style." You know, if it, people would, would categorize yeah. you as a defined style, you can step out of it.
2: Yeah, but it's the blessing of being mid-pack in terms of shape and size. Um, it's it, it's it's the strength of being mid-pack that you you hook the tall guys you you roll the short guys you, you you press the guys with with no side pressure or whatever um so and you do that because you have to so you you become well rounded because of your middle sized average sized frame that you got um which john was amongst the, the 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 even though john's big and thick and wrists and everything amongst the guys he was beating john was Mid sized, he wasn't a giant, so um, yeah, where it's hard for, for Devon, someone with a frame like Devon, it's harder for him to have that completely balanced spectrum of options, both offensive and defensive, because his frame it just didn't make sense for him to be offensive against uh, certain style of pullers,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
0: And I think a lot of the time, as well, some of that has been bred by watching the evolution of Devon was really key because Devon went from a much better attacking arm wrestler to a very defensive arm wrestler as his club grew, and he was at home more. Mm -hmm. But he was at home for longer extended periods of time because he loves to arm wrestle as much as any man that's ever drawn breath. That's very evident. I mean, he will arm wrestle every opportunity he gets. And how many dudes can really mix it up with him? Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, extremely high level in so many So you get a, a big setup like the high hookers, um, where you've got a lot of really competent arm wrestlers, and every week you've got 30 guys, you know, between 10 and 30 guys at the practice, however many they have over there at the green machine, and those guys are jumping on you. You're going to go to that situation where 99.9% of the time, oh, go to the B side, and I will work from there. And he, and he can, you know, so you're you, it's hard for your style not to become that that way. Whereas in the early days, when he was away from home more, he was far more attacking. Yeah, And you saw that transition in his style. Yeah. And it's yeah.
1: interesting. Well, I, 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 had yeah. a, I
2: had a seminar with Crassie the other day. And Crassie, well, we talked about this. We talked about how do you train when you're the strongest guy in the club. And he, he wasn't a fan of that defensive nature at all. He was like, no, uh, get your weaker guy to use two hands. Get your weaker guy to put a band around his shoulders. Um, don't allow... Yourself to be that relaxed, stronger guy. Always find a way to have to put your max effort in. I I I started
3: I started falling into that myself where um my local practices I'm 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 on the B side way. and it's and I might I might spend the entire practice teaching and being on that Mm -hmm. side and yeah I'll get a little lactic acid but I mean recently I've started to kind of ask for king of the table or add a band and let me go because I noticed that my pinning power started to diminish like that. When you are trying to fight for that last inch, um, it was hugely neglected. Plus, I believe my timing, um, especially over this past year of not competing, I am so like anxious right now about my timing. So we've been doing a little bit more king king of the table. And uh, thankfully enough, I've had guys that are willing to let me do that. Uh, but I, I, I think you're 100% right. It's a scary thing when you're always just defending with your hand and wrist on the B-side. And then you yep. go up against somebody who can crack you.
0: Well, I went, uh, a true story, went over competing in an event uh, when I was at the absolute peak of my career. It was sort of 1999 to 2001. And uh, went over to the Worlds. And the first round of the Worlds, i draw a Georgian kid. Because I had the Europeans or Worlds, i draw a Georgian kid. <clears throat> and uh, i Got a club, monsters. We had a big club. A lot of strong guys like Chris Andrews, Andy Barker. Really, and I've been training extensively, going all over the place, pulling very regularly, but because my level was much higher than everybody I pulled with, I was always just allowing them to, to initiate on me and, and drive away on me. So I've gone up there in the first match of the world, and I literally let the mother, looking back, I let him go. And this guy's gone, boom, absolutely lands on me. And the funny thing is, I was at no, thinking back and very conscious at the time, I was at no time in any trouble. Mm. I was literally just, just holding him here. And in my mind was, yeah, go on, pull like a lunatic for a second and then I'll flip you over and, and smash you. Or I'll wait for you to drive a few times more and then I'll just squeeze through you. So anyway, I did get the guy stopped. He goes at me like a nutcase, strong guy, but wasn't going to win. And he gets an elbow foul. So yeah, they go, yeah. foul. They give him the elbow foul, I go away, I put some chalk <clears throat> on, I'm coming back. My training partner, Andy Barker, comes screaming down the frigging aisle of the Worlds. Nez, Nez, you prick. And I turn around and I'm like, whoa, 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 what's happened? Get your ass down here. So I come down, I'm like, what's up, Andy? And he did a handful of chalk because he was pulling at the other side in the, in the 75s. And he's just gone, bam, cracked me in the frigging jaw. And he's like, what the are you doing Let like these guys hit on you you're not in the freak shop now you prick hit the mother so we got yeah. up there and my next match absolutely yeah. wired the mother lit well, him up uh, yeah. the, I remember this face on this <laughs> door like, yeah. and I still I got back down and all the team are laughing, Greg Sanders is laughing. I got a hamper Andy, the massive hamper, a hampering <laughs> laugh on my face with chalk and the referee was Rick Pinkney and Rick Pinkney's like, He really cracked you He really cracked you then, did he?
3: Boom. Yeah up. I hope you said thank you. I mean, that doesn't that really highlight, um, the, the need for like a good tri- good teammates and good things team. like that. Yeah. I mean, and, and your mental state, no matter how mentally tough we are, we're good with visualization and everything. Sometimes don't you just need your boy to put his foot in your ass and say, yes. wake up for you to initiate? Like sometimes it just, it, it, and you need that. And I've, I've seen it like just working with my own guys, you know, just grabbing a guy, look at him in the face and say, go on the go. What are fire you doing her up, me? let's go, <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, and then they're out there, whack, you know, it's, but you're not connecting it until somebody somebody puts their foot in your ass, I
2: know,
3: I, I, I had
0: that with my, John Brzezink at the Off Cup, John John still reminds me of that regularly, because we're out there out front, and I'm commentating the, the tournament, right, and John, same thing, he's letting people in, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine now, but we got, you got some big guns coming, and you got to start at Asshole in him, you got to start ripping him up. So I'm like, uh, nice as fine. I put the mic down, <laughs> round, round the sort of thing, and I'm like, what the? F- are you doing? You know, and he's like, what? I'm like, you can't stop letting him hit you. Next yeah. guy up, Taras. Was the next match, and John came out and just absolutely stonewalled all his ass, just absolutely. Yes. Mm. and we went back and I, hey. and I went back and yeah
2: you know and it just yeah. came yeah. over
0: after the and went thanks for it, coming back it, and giving me
2: a It point is such a life. big it is such a big factor and I, I know you guys don't necessarily believe me on this because I it was so one-sided but my last match, young Andy Lee where I utterly crushed the dude I, I genuinely believe that we in a slow pulling sense we're actually very 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 similar we really are but because I came in with the, I'm testing out my freaking stomp. Uh, he, he couldn't get into anything. And then after I stomped him four times, I could even stonewall him after that. So, uh, the, making the fight in, in, in a, in a, in a time frame this big compared to this big, um, just, just changes things.
3: Well, that's an interesting concept, Ryan, because I know, like you're saying, you think that, like, you were, the gap was closer between you and Andy. And and I and I, th- and I, I think, I think in a sense you might be right, but that's it, arm wrestling in totality, like when we arm wrestle at practice and we do everything slow, uh, guys get false senses. You know what I mean? And, and I have, a, you know, there's, there's a couple guys that I train with that if you go into a slow rolling hook with these guys and you don't use any surging power at all, these guys are absolutely Sherman tanks. But if you see them on a ready go, you don't feel them. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that, there, that that gap is probably big, but small in the sense that you're saying. And then once you crushed him, like the first round, I watched that match and you could see the wind was out of his sails. The confidence mm-hmm. was gone. And then it goes back to that spark and everything where, you know, he, he, there wasn't a whole lot of fire after that first match. He kind of laid it down, it seemed like. yeah.
0: Well, in that kind of scenario as well, when you're pulling a, a young man like Andy, um, it's just that uh, that whole experience, match experience does count. It really counts, you know. Particularly right. if, you, if you get run over once, it's hard to think, okay, I can make an adjustment and I can rectify some of what seems like an enormous gulf. Right. You know, and how many times have you seen that from really experienced lads? It can be run over, and then the next match, ah, not run over anymore, you know. With an, <laughs> but when you're a younger guy and you've not experienced that before, it does knock you on your ass. When you get put down like that, People, you think,
2: Yeah,
3: Yeah, I I commented, I tried to comment positively because I think like those, like, that's probably something that he can really grow off of. And like you said, you don't believe the gap's that big. I mean, if he finds a way to to stop that match, now all of a sudden the gap doesn't look that big. But it's easy to think I got six nil and you know, I got crushed and I wasn't in any of the matches. But you know, the gap may be large in that aspect of the ready go but if he can find a way over the next couple of months to get a stop, maybe he can have that match again and make it look a lot better.
0: Mm. The biggest thing Andy's got on his side is he's only a puppy. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's got it's all pretty, the time pretty, in the world. Cool. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, he... <laughs> he's just a puppy. He's not even warmed up yet. Yeah,
2: no, one, no one's as much a puppy as you, though, right? No, right. You're the puppy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ray, asked, Ray, still getting Ray. still It's amazing, Ray, because
0: he's... He's 175 <laughs> years old, but his face is only his <laughs> yeah,
1: That's right. And I'm it's going for
0: it. Hunter crashed him here last night, mate. And he was telling me um, that he went down a very similar path to yourself in terms of when he first started. Um, he was very good at bench press from an early age. And he went down a similar path to yourself in terms of thinking, should I be an arm wrestler or should I be a bench presser? You know, which reminded me a great deal of you. I need nearly said at one point, you know what? You're very, very similar to uh, to Raymond Jolifins, and then I thought better, better not though, because in terms of hair, it's not, it's close. <laughs> not even well, close. Cress,
2: not even no, close. No, no, it's it's just, hair game. No, no. I mean, Cressy he's gone for the a, full uh,
0: Jamie Sheldon, and you
2: look a what you're looking. version for. of Gru from uh, Despicable Me. <laughs> yeah, he's. No <laughs> ex- legs. That Emma, is crazy. That is crazy. Perfectly. Arrogant.
0: If you've if not seen that, guys, I, I, that's out there. I uh, did that a couple of weeks ago with Krasi. It's out there. Um, fascinating character, Krasi Kostadinov. And, and I've, I've mentioned before on the shows that some guys came into the sport with that high level. They already had their, their foot three rungs up the ladder. If ever that guy existed, Krasimir Kostadinov is that guy because yes. things, if you haven't seen the show, without sort of taking away any of the, 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 the things that he throws in there, the fact that at 17 years old, he rocked up at the Bulgarian Nationals, which was his first ever uh, real show of any magnitude, and he takes third place in Bulgaria. Where the residual yeah. level of arm crazy. As a, is Crazy. As a
2: novice. As a novice, <laughs> as yeah. a novice finishes and, in the nationals. Yeah. Yeah. Crack of, cracks sideways,
0: I mean, that's immoral. Because that's not just showing up at any nationals. The Bulgarian nationals, where the sport was already televised and arm wrestlers in Bulgaria were already recognized celebrities, could earn money from the sport. And this guy shows up as a, as a pup and cracks. A lot of the top guys finish his third in his first ever event. Jesus, that underlines the pedigree of that particular dog.
1: Rossi's mind, I think, is is, is even stronger than his body. He's he's so methodical and confident about what he's doing. Like like the match with Kordecho, which I think is the best Paul super match that I have seen in past, I don't know, five, six years at least, maybe ever. But he Like, he is losing. He's, he cannot take his hand. He cannot get in, and he's standing there, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, do I need to come and help? He's like, I'm fine. He's like, rubbing his elbow. He's like, I'm going to try this. <laughs> and he wins the match. It was just we, – we talked for hours before that, and his, his mindset. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to win top eight. I don't care. I'm going to win top eight. I'm gonna weigh maybe 115 kilos. I'm not gonna get it bigger. I'm not gonna take any uh, any drugs. He's like, no, I don't care. I will beat those guys. And and he he went that road in Wath when he did he win? I don't think he wins super heavyweight. Did he didn't manage to win that? But he went but won he got every some class. Some
0: wins though. Yeah, he got some. Yeah. He took some big one. names out of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. but we've had that argument a long period of time. Me and Craig, in fact, he actually, we actually start that. He's, we have a bit of a laugh about it on the show. But I, he said to me, Oh, I'm going to be overall world number one. And I said, Look, I wish you all the luck in the world, mate. Personally, I think your aspirations should set a little lower in the weight classes. You're just not a big enough frame. We have that discussion. It's like a running joke with me and Crassy. He goes, Oh, here yeah. we go. You're going to yeah. tell me I can't be world number one. And yeah, I have said that to him. I said, Look, love you. Dude, you're strong as, you know, a troll's breath. But I don't see you being but I think in the opposite. He, he needs of... that mindset. Mm. That, that's
1: that's him. He needs that mindset. Like, I love it. Like I love it.
2: It's, it's Krusty,
1: Crossy, yeah. and crusty doesn't give up, you know. I he can no. go and win Zloty Tour and then lose a local tournament to 80-kilo to, to yeah. guy. You know, he's like, yeah. I don't care, you know. When, when when you need me, I will show up, you know, and I will kick ass,
0: you know. Mm. Yeah.
1: Then it, yeah. It's yeah. been what, involved what
0: the... in some of my favorite matches ever at the at the at the w f worlds as well i mean i 'll never forget the, uh, the awesome. final with the f. Mate, may
2: that In was,
0: it was a drama Ryan it was a friggin drama you were st- you were stood there watching that thing unfold and it was there were so many little issues then it had restart little issue then it had restart, and both these guys were absolutely on the peak of their form. Liliev obviously starting as favourite, great arm wrestler, explosive as hell, uh, massively gifted, super strong. Looked like he couldn't have been more ready, and it just went off like a bomb. It was the you know like every, at the worlds you're always there's always a couple of encounters that you, everybody in the building's like oh yeah, 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 it it stops, was, yeah. can't wait for that yeah time. everyone starts at the in. table. <laughs> and, it's it and did. The, t- yeah. the other tables it's like okay. They're gonna pull yeah, everybody. Yeah, you can be up there yeah. dripping up, and the two referees are going. You mind if we just hold your match a second while we? Go? And we're like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Ringside.
1: It was, in, in, in the last world, it was Sasha versus uh, Zuluia. No, not Zaluyev? Mm. Yeah, yeah, ninety kilo class. Everyone stops. Nothing's yeah. going on. Everyone's mm. watching. Yes. Boom! Everyone's like, oh, and it goes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's for, those, for, me, you, the, for yeah,
2: me. Those the matches. So the one, the one ingredient that sets on like those matches more, most, um, aside from reputation, is when the balance of power is so friggin' knife edge in the setups. Yeah. Both, both, I know, here I win, here I lose, here I win, here I lose, and both people will not settle unless they get the one that they, they think they've got. And it's just budding heads, referees, nightmare. Yeah. Like, and, and as Neil said, it goes on for 10 minutes because, Neither guy's backing down. They don't care who the ref is. They're telling the ref what to do, and 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 they're getting what they need. <laughs> yep. And what
0: made that one as as fascinating as it could be was the absolute clash of styles that you had up there. You know that that, that clash of styles made it so entertaining because you've got the the absolute outright top roller in in uh, Liliev. And you've got Crassie, who's just so he couldn't be more focused on trying to get that carving shoulder press. And then when the wrist flattened off and it just stopped, the whole place was bristling. You know, it was ace. One of my one of one of the one of the most entertaining matches I can remember. It was absolutely fantastic. I love it when Mm. that kind of thing happens. And so many times I've been upset or annoyed at World Championships where you've got that encounter and some micro-foul writes it off. You know yeah, what I mean? It starts yeah. to happen, and there's a foul that's absolutely microscopic, and both arm wrestlers didn't know it happened, and somebody's spotting it. Oh, foul. And you're like, oh, oh, God. No. You know, you've waited the entire year to see those guys match <laughs> yeah. and it never happens, and you feel like literally going up and volleying the referee in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Iron boots to the penis, but you know, God bless you refs. I'd never iron boots. Oh refs. my! Mm-hmm. You know, but it's terrible. Relax, penis from that. it's terrible. Nobody wants to see that match written off. It's horrific. But anyway, anybody else got any burning topics they want to discuss on this episode? Forty-six of the fix, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we talked, you know. I think we're about there. Ladies and gents, I want to say a massive thank you to all three of our resident hosts for joining me one more time on the Supernatural Strength channel. We've got some little bit of the lighting issues there for Ray, but he's just managed to pop it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not good. It's confirmed. It, doesn't, it's, it will not work. Nice. Just
0: before we, uh, we leave, guys, who's got anything exciting coming up in the next on your channels? So has anybody got anything that you want to put a little plug out on?
2: Yeah, I'll go with the February 6th. I'm taking on Ben Carroll supermatch. Uh, it's just only a few weeks away. Biggest supermatch I've ever had. Yeah. So can't wait. Mm, what's the betting? Let's
0: have a quick whip round. Paul, oh, who wins Ben Carroll or Ryan Bowen?
3: Oh my God. I mean, you got to, you got to give Ben Carroll the favorite. I mean, everybody, everybody who's really follows, uh, uh, Australian arm wrestling probably has him as the number one. Um, but in, in true Ryan that. Bowen form. In true Ryan Bowen form, he's going to punch above his weight. Um, and I think he has a shot, but I think, I think, I think Ben's the favorite. <laughs> yeah. You got a prediction I, I on the six,
0: six rounds or five? Six. 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 Six rounds. What score are you going, Paul? I think,
3: I think Ryan loses the first one for sure. I think that he potentially figures Ben out a little bit and grabs two in the middle. Um, but then eventually gasses, especially if Ben gives up his hand and goes sideways and just uses I don't know, we'll <laughs> see so I see like a 4-2 type deal and I think a 4-2 was a good showing for Ryan
0: bloody right it would be yeah, so no no lose for, for Ryan really, Ray who you be gone? yeah Ben
1: is favorite for sure 5-1, Five 5-1 one. Five one. I will give one to Ryan, he will figure something <laughs> out for sure, I think he will, I think he will. maybe even 2-4-2, two, two. maybe 4-2 oh four yeah two. <laughs> he can figure a lot of stuff out yeah.
0: what's your prediction Neil so what's
1: your prediction Neil
0: yeah. I've got Ryan I've got Ryan losing 5-1
3: yeah i got Ryan losing 5-1 hey Ryan the silver lining is everybody's giving you a match
2: <laughs> you're, yeah that, that is true I mean it, it, let, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide away from the fact that Ben should be the favorite if, if you if you polled Australia and it's 95 percent of people picking Ben because we everyone knows knows Ben where internationally I get a few fans that just say Ryan's gonna win because I don't know they don't know who Ben is but um, Ben's a monster, but I love this task at hand. Uh, when I first started on this journey I saw myself with about a 15 20 percent chance of cracking him. Uh, the more I've slept on it, and the more I've studied it in my mind and rehearsed it in my mind, I've convinced myself I'm the favourite now. So I'm going to get the job done. Hey, so if, let's be honest, mate.
0: You've got more. You've got more data to work on than we've got at the moment in your current. I'm basing it on the guy that I know yeah. that the guy that, that I've seen that I've met that I've uh, that I've, I've I've seen Paul Alangera and, and guys like that. If you've progressed <clears> immeasurably since then. Maybe a different set of right. cards. We'll see, won't we? So it's a what it is. It's a really, really good shop window against a credible opponent that is known internationally. Yeah. You no, know? yeah. so yeah, it'll, it'll it's a hard scenario for me to see you coming out of badly, to be honest. If you get your ass handed to yeah. you, mm. well, so
2: that's what I was very grateful to Ben for even taking the match because um, because there's nothing much for him to gain on a reputation level. Um, right. all for him to, it's all for me to gain and him to potentially lose. So, uh, mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of pressure. If I, if I crack him in one of those early rounds, he's gonna, mentally, he's gonna have to really, uh, be on top of his game. Because if he lets the anxiety get in that shit, I'm about to lose my reputation, um, he'll fall away. So, uh, I, I, I expect him, I expect him to be slightly napping. And then I expect. Let's say I do crack him round one. I expect round two to him to come out breathing fire. All of a sudden, like holy shit! I am not losing this <laughs> match. So I think, yeah, it's going to be very a very fascinating psychological battle. It, 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 it depends Ryan, on what
1: he has done, you know, in this time because you you've been hit those goals and and then uh, you had matches and and if he's been just sleeping and it's it's. He, he can take a time for him to wake up, you know,
3: but, uh, mm. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's for you Ryan, to capitalize on it. If by the, if by chance, let's say he beats you uh, five, one and you win a match on him, you figure something out. Does, does Lachlan go after him afterwards? And mm. how does that match go?
2: Lachlan has a match with Ryan, Milton and Scott on uh, in right. March. So uh, the, the top four in Australia really is the, the, the four names we've just mentioned. Uh, it's collectively agreed upon. Um, so, Lachlan and Ryan, whoever wins that, will take on the the winner of my my match with Ben, and then by okay. mid by twenty twenty one, Australia will have a certain number one rank, and it will be one okay. of four. So, Lachlan I and I about have about. and I have a very set plan to be taking each other on. We want we want it to be between me and Lachlan. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brisbane, mm-hmm. Brisbane on the one.
0: Center <laughs> of man, center of man. <laughs> Britain, <laughs> Australia. The birthplace.
2: Yeah. You guys you guys you guys know you'll come to Brisbane eventually, all three of you'll be here. You watch. <laughs> I'd love to. I I, I yeah. think
0: I'd get I'd probably come back looking like Ray. I'd just get that disinjection of that. Yeah. I'd just be more virile. I'd come back chasing my wife like, around the house again. You know, like, where have you been? Oh hey, I was near the nucleus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I'm more man than ever. More
0: man than I've ever <laughs> been. I, come back, was, oh, I look like Michael Todd. You know, I lose my friggin' hair and muscles.
2: <laughs> be
3: your testosterone yeah. levels go up by and by three hundred percent. Minute you get off the plane.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, literally walking through Manchester Airport, it's a cross between. I'm like half man, <laughs> half, <laughs> half yak. Half, <laughs> absolute quality (laughs) 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 half man half (laughs) yak episode 46 of the fix mother fluffers and until we see you next time right here on Supernatural
3: Strength biggity biggity bong (laughs) (laughs) what grabs your eyes on that if anything